Welcome to Fresh Off The Block. Namaskara Bengaluru and welcome to another episode of Fresh Off The Block. Um, this episode is delayed by a week based on what we had promised here at the start of the season, but um, that was down to some technical difficulties we faced earlier in the week. So we hope uh, that we will compensate for being missing last week. Um, since we last spoke to you, a lot has happened. BFC have picked up uh, the first win of the season against Chennai NFC, 1-0. And then we put up a very, very good performance against Northeast United, um, but only managed a point in that game. And now uh, we're here to also preview the big game against Kerala Blasters. Uh, big game for both teams. Both teams need a win, so um, can't wait for that. Um, our first guest on the show today for a change is on the other side. Um, Ullas has given hosting duties to me, but Ullas has decided that he will also talk on the podcast. So welcome, Ullas. Hello, people. This is what a bad allergy attack does to you. Yeah, it makes it. It also gives you a bad FOTB host. Um, <laughs> <laughs> uh, that laugh you heard there was from Mr. Hardass, who's here as usual. Hello, people. And we also have Anup Menon. Anup, say hi. Namaskara. Okay. Um, before we start off talking about anything, I just want to point out that all three of my guests today are from Kerala and we're playing Kerala Blasters tomorrow. So I think there is a nice irony in that. But um, my first question is to you, Raki. Chennai FC 1-0 uh, penalty from Sunil Chetri, who always goes against them. How big was that win? Mighty win. It was the first win and uh, proper show strength and... Uh, I was fairly surprised to see we playing the Chennai game against them. So, I mean, that was what they were famous for at the game in Kantirava, the finals, and so many other games against Chennai. So, it was finally good to see that we breaking away from that shell and uh, doing what Chennai does to us. So, huge, huge, huge uh, win that was. Uh, plus, I mean, it was great to see Ashikurani and doing what he did. Uh, I mean, it, it was long coming, uh, serious questions asked, and uh, he delivered when it mattered. So it's good to see him back. It gives us a lot of lot of uh, positivity, and uh, I think it literally saves uh, Carlos's job. Yeah. So yeah. massive, massive win. Just to be clear, uh, when Raki said doing what he did, he meant Ashik playing as a left-back, not the couple of tackles that he made, which were a bit questionable. <laughs> Absolutely. Uh, all right. Uh, I think the biggest talking point from the Chennai game was that uh, it was Devas's first start of the season when we automatically controlled the ball a lot more. We automatically had a lot more play going through midfield. Uh, <clears throat> Anu, two-part question. One your assessment of Dimas's performance and two, how do you see it when a team is relying on a 38-year-old midfielder to bring some control into midfield because we have none without him? Yeah, so Dimas, when he made the starts earlier, looked a little uh, rusty. I think uh, the last game against NIN, he was much, much better than what he looked earlier. Um, as usual, he... I mean, there were some questionable uh, passes that he made in the game, 
but overall he was much better and we saw that in the following game as well that he was even you know getting better at it but the point uh, i would more of emphasize on is the second one where reliance on him but when we signed and made the squad for the season we knew that there was nobody else who was going to do the job that dimas does or has done so it was always going to be dimas in that sense uh, and the moment we uh, did not sign any other uh, midfielder creative as well as some i mean if uh, uh, rafael augusto was there then probably he could have played dimas's role and that would have kind of help balance uh, the workload uh, more so uh, and avoid the 38 year old 38 year old guy carrying the team but at this point of time we don't have a choice so i think this season we will have to make do with this unless we make some other uh, signings um, during the during the next transfer window so the reliance on dimas part is going to be there and we will have to live with it yeah we'll have to live with it but i think uh dimas also gets a lot of help from the fact that he has one little guy doing all the running for him in midfield uh, after our last episode actually ullas texted texted me to say that he was disappointed that we didn't talk enough about suresh wangjam so ullas i'm going to leave it to you to rave about suresh wangjam and how he played against chennai no so it's it's not about only chennai is it uh, i i noticed him in the earlier games as well he was very impressive and uh, we keep talking about uh, the fact that he makes he gives dimas that little bit of room to to control the game because he does all the running around uh, the 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 situation in which uh, suresha doesn't play would be one where we have extremely tired legs in the midfield so the the energy that he brings in uh, the way he he can he can be tasked with taking out one uh, player in the opposition team almost unfailingly every game right so and that's that's something that it, as a united fan it you know brings back memories of a park ji soon uh, and that's that's something that's refreshing because anup made a very good point that we don't have a replacement for dimas and i was just thinking uh ideally uh, we should have had a very good indian midfielder uh, who can play like dimas but then at the same time we have a very good indian midfielder uh, in suresh wangjan who does a slightly different role but is really good at that so when i look at the overall indian national team scenario i see some of these really bright midfielders be it a thapa be it a brandon be it a wangjam they they they're all answers for the future thapa and brandon have sort of been on the fast track they've already been with the nt suresh wangjam he will also establish himself in due course so i think uh, he is going to be one of the most important players for this season for bfc uh, as as the season wears on he'll probably be the difference between um, where we end up in the points table towards the end of the season yeah uh, completely agree there uh, i think uh, <clears throat> the the little guy in the dad's army as bfc is called uh, and what a performance against chennai and he was he was he he completely you know cancelled out the impact of rafael crevelaro shadowed him around the pitch uh, didn't let him you know have space to pass the ball because 
if Krivelaro was given space in that game, then he could have done damage. And Suresh, I think, did his role absolutely perfectly. Um, we'll move on now to the second game that we played last week against Northeast, uh, which by all accounts was a much better performance from us. We were creating a lot more in open play, had a lot more chances. Uh, but then that kind of came at the cost of the defense looking a little bit exposed, didn't it, Raki? Especially the right side of our defense. Oh, I mean, uh, I mean, where to start with the right side of the defense, right? Uh, we, we had massive problems on that side. Uh, but, uh, but yeah, I'm going to give the guy two more games to just, you know, let my rant come out. But as of now, it's all good. I will wait for two more matches. Uh, it was a massive upswing in terms of the attack that we attacking prowess that we showed for Northeast game. Given uh, Gerard Nuss's side has been the high flyer, high surprising high flyers this season, and uh, I was so happy that we went in with the attacking mindset and sort of led all the stats in that match. We had. Uh, close to 21 shots, uh, which is very surprising. Uh, very surprising. I mean, not very surprising, but uh, finally uh, happy to see Christian upset uh, nearby the goalpost. So, and uh, I leave the Deshaun round with to Adi. But, <laughs> but it was great to see uh upset in scoring positions and almost scoring that goal. So I was very happy with that game because we were there, but we were not there. So it was so close. Uh, we could have yeah. got that three points, but uh, fairly happy and great momentum going into the uh, game on Sunday against Blasters. And again, massive, massive, massive moment for Lanta. I've been waiting to say this for a year, I guess. But yeah, uh, huge, huge, uh, huge monkey, or monkey, or monkey of the back. <laughs> so yeah. yeah, I mean, very, very uh, attacking game. We were dominating them. Two free goals, but otherwise, plenty of positives leading up to blasters. Yeah. Um... Raki said he'll leave one part to me, just like the player himself. <laughs> I will leave that alone. <laughs> uh, another thing Raki mentioned was Udanta. Uh, and Anup, uh, he last scored in the second game of last season. After that, it's been all downhill. Lost his spot. Um, hasn't even come off the bench in, in a few games this season, which, uh, which is a very telling uh, reflection of how he's been recently. So... How big do you think that goal is? Because, I mean, it's a cliche that a goal brings back confidence. And in some sense, it was a lucky goal because it was a mistake from the goalkeeper. He should have caught that. But uh, I think Ulla said this on the group uh, that at least Rudanta was shooting instead of looking for Chetri from there. Yeah, I mean, see, if it was any other player, I would have been say, okay, monkey of the back and I would agree to it. But it Udanta that we are talking about. So I really haven't sorted him out yet. What's what's that he needs to get that confidence? Uh, it's been a mystery for a while now. I am I'm a big believer in the mental side of the game, and somewhere um, I still feel that that goal would be not enough 
to boost his confidence sorry if i'm being very pessimistic about it mm-hmm. and 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 this also comes uh, from the fact uh, what rakesh and probably you also mentioned about the right side of uh, our attack being a little uh, less than ordinary uh, that that and udanta has played on that and uh, of course khabra has been playing you know uh, a, a very very below par season till now and that's kind of affecting and ultimately you need somebody to you know uh, click along with you so somewhere i feel that maybe uh, if if he has a better game uh, if he starts uh, or maybe plays uh, another stellar um, you know 60 minutes or maybe even 40 minutes uh, as a sub it would do much better if he scores maybe one more goal um one point that i would uh, highlight from his uh, interview that he did was that he was trying to attack the second ball uh, in that uh, attack or the cross that came in from the right and which uh, chetri headed down and then suddenly he you know realized that okay there is a chance for a second ball to be won and he made that run and of course his pace made a difference so i am actually glad to see him use his brains uh, sometimes so i hope he continues doing that and concentrates on the basics that need to be done and i think rest of it his skills will take care of it if he just you know keeps his uh, you know mind to it um, i i believe that yeah yeah uh, the first part of it i hope that you are completely wrong i hope that your pessimism is completely thrown out of the window very soon uh, because as a team we need udanta to click as soon as possible and i genuinely Absolutely. hope that yeah, yeah i genuinely hope that this is not another false dawn uh, moving on from one wing to the other uh, ulas so much been spoken about that guy but new position as a left back a lot of pessimism around that as well you know i think a lot of that is down to that one moment in goa where he had just a freak moment of madness but so far this season as a left back ashik kurunian has been one of our best attacking outlets in open play so the question arises do we use him more in a position where he can get into those attacking positions more so move him up field or do we just continue to let him be there do what he's doing really well at the moment because we also have the new signing who we paid a decent amount of money for in ajit kumar who's not made the bench yet so what is your take on the ashik kurunian situation with respect to whether he should be playing at left back or not because there is no question at all that he's played the role really well so far this season so we see this with uh, a lot of good teams a lot of big teams uh, it's a very common thing where players come in and they say that all i need to do is somehow get into the starting 11 i don't care where i play right and from what i've seen of ashik this season he seems to have adopted that mindset uh, he doesn't care where he plays and if you notice one thing that's not being spoken about he, of course he's been <clears throat> he's been growing rather well into that left back position uh, but one thing that's not being spoken about is that he's taken some sweet strikes already right so uh, he sees an opportunity he's taking it right so uh, that is in stark contrast with udanta who has always been a little shy coming in from the right wing to take a shot so <clears throat> excuse me uh, so i think it doesn't matter any longer right if it, it's all about the mindset you may play him slightly further up the pitch or you may play him as a left back ashik has sort of decided that i'm going to suck it up 
and give uh, an eight or eight out of ten or uh, a seven out of ten every game, no matter where I'm played. Because in Carlos's scheme of things, I don't think there is a thing called specialist, right? He just likes to. Uh, he just he's obsessed with versatility. So you look at a Clayton. Uh, Clayton started on the right side of the pitch, which isn't where he plays tomorrow. I, I'm pretty sure if there's a need, he'll play as the uh, lone striker up uh, further up the pitch, right? So Carles will pick a bunch of players he trusts, and then he will just play them. He will uh, fit them into positions that they are not probably. Uh, entirely cut out for so it's down to the player to adjust so i think ashik's time has come uh, we are talking about a make or break season for udanta but increasingly i'm beginning to think that this is the breakout season for ashik kuronian more than udanta come the end of the season we'll probably be talking about ashik more than udanta i i i just have one point to make here guys um, somewhere i I don't agree with the fact that left back is a bad position for even an attacking player. Uh, what we have seen in the last four or five years, especially with Liverpool, and uh, you know, proving that your wing, I mean, right backs and left backs can be as attacking an outlet as anybody else. I'm, sh- I, I know that Carlos doesn't play the style that Klopp plays or whatever, but what I'm trying to say is somebody who can have or who has the fitness that Ashik has, and that's been quite. The vocal when you know the coaches have been talking that Ashik is like a monster now. So in terms of his fitness, so having such a fit player uh, is critical in that position because he can bomb up and down with his pace. So he can be as attacking uh, mm-hmm. in a left back role than probably uh, he's being given credit for. And left back is not a defensive position anymore in the modern football. So no, I so- think it could be a great position for him. No, I, I agree, Anup, and I don't think the comment was as much on his attacking prowess, or uh, or uh, neither were we alluding to the fact that he's being restrained as a left back. Right? Uh, the point was more about him developing the defensive side of his game. That was the criticism last season. So last season he was caught in a no man's land. He wasn't particularly solid defensively. He wasn't bad, by the way, last season. Even at even at uh, even last season at the uh, left back position, he wasn't bad by any measure. He made a couple of mistakes that got highlighted more because of the consequences. But uh, yeah. as uh, as as a naturally forward natural forward, he was slotted into left back, and suddenly he didn't know what to do. I think he's growing into that left back position right now. Exactly. And if you see, that hasn't stopped him from attacking, which is why I brought up the point about him taking those shots. He sees an opportunity. He takes this, and uh, I think Chetri has also realized that Chetri sometimes cuts inside yeah. and let Ashik stretch the wings. Uh, so I think it is working well. Uh, so guys, if I can add this, uh, I think uh, this this has to be this has to go down uh, as a credit to Carles because last season when everybody uh, I mean short sighted us. uh probably calling carles also names to you know make uh, ashik uh, play at left back we were all like uh, we are wasting an attacking talent but uh what ashik said about the situation was he would pro- he'd rather play than rot on the bench right 
and there was no way he was, he was going to replace chetri last year so i think this is a win for ashik and kalesh because we are seeing what we are seeing now because they both have suffer, suffered last year and from the fans from all the critics pundits everyone and a lot of uh, ashik fans in kerala as well so i think if this is completely round to kalesh and probably seeing such a talent in ashik yeah so more power to him and this this can be a good lesson for danta as well if he wants to see it yeah uh i think i'll pick up on one point that uh, ullas mentioned that chetri leaves the leaves the wing to ashik he cuts in and creates uh, creates the space down the channel for ashik to hold the width and i think that's very important for ashik as well because chetri is a monster at tracking back also we saw that with the last two seasons when he tra- kept tracking back helping nishu out so uh, i think it's a two way street with that with chetri and ashik as well uh, and long may that continue starting with the next game that we play which is the biggest game of the season for a lot of people um not always for matters related to the pitch but um raki first question to you they have problems with injuries they have problems with suspensions is this the best time to be playing them because they're also under a huge amount of pressure they haven't won a game yet uh i mean any time is the best time to play them because we have won like six matches against them right <laughs> uh but that's just uh, records uh everything goes out of the window when these teams are uh on the pitch even though it's a akash sharma created rivalry uh but uh i mean i don't know i'm so nervous about this game if it was a match day uh it it was either jail or home for me so uh i'm happy that this is happening in goa and uh, we all are safe and sound at our homes uh, uh this is this is this is the most nervous i have ever been uh on a pre match day because that's what they do to you because <laughs> if you if you have ever been a team's uh, a fan club's admin you would know that that's what they do to you <laughs> big and uh, <laughs> i want to say if, so many if this was a normal match day then you wouldn't have known the 90 minutes going by absolute that's what <laughs> i was coming to i i want to say a lot of things but then uh ulaz and anu bhaiya so those are like my calm before the storm so <laughs> i pass <laughs> okay ulaz yes passed it to you uh what are your thoughts on the blasters game initial thoughts before we get into specifics about who plays who doesn't play etc um i have to say that uh, the way the season is being played it, it takes the edge off uh because much of the sense of occasion comes from the two sets of fans squaring up and uh, obviously a lot of social media uh, banter that goes on but i think uh, everyone sort of acknowledges that this is internormal season so maybe we will see a mellowed reaction to it uh, but that that shouldn't take away from the fact that uh, over the last few last couple of seasons it's become an important fixture on the indian football calendar and 
I'm looking forward to it uh, because one thing Raki said is spot on that you know the form book goes out of the window. Uh, they will come with come in with a point to prove. Though I don't know uh, how much of the rivalry is really substantive, uh, and and that's that's probably what Raki was also alluding to, because uh, if you look at so there isn't a basis for that rivalry as such, right? So it's just something someone chumma dredged up and a bunch of people who one are, one pilgrim yeah. is very offended by you now one football pilgrim yeah. is very offended <laughs> yeah so you know, someone just dredged up something uh, and and then as a consequence a lot of people with free book broadband mukesh bhai's uh, you know generosity they all took offense so uh, i don't read too much into it and in fact i happen to know quite a few kerala blasters fans and there's some good natured banter but mostly uh, they do uh, enjoy good feet, football and if you look at the kerala football fan base that's how they've always been right so it doesn't matter which team they are playing they come in to watch good football they want to be entertained so uh, if they are being entertained they don't care uh, who's winning who's losing uh, it's it's with kerala blasters that there's been a little bit of that clannish behavior or otherwise actually kerala football fans are just very happy to see good football wherever it comes from so uh, i'm looking forward to the game tomorrow uh, i really hope uh, we we did win against chennai uh, which is a big result but i do want to see a slightly more convincing scoreline tomorrow okay um, now anup i'm going to put this question to you because i know that you are very vocal on this particular subject sahal abdul samad versus suresh wangjam tomorrow is a possibility um there is undoubted talent in that boy sahal which somehow hasn't come out in the last season and a bit more than that so if he does start tomorrow uh what kind of performance do you expect from him given what he is going through at the moment and how do we stop sahal because sahal at his best is a real difference maker for them yeah sahal see if suresh wants to you know you know do something similar to what he did on kurivelaro he can do it on sahal abdul samad as well uh, he hasn't been having a great season as was the case last season as well uh, in a way very similar to you know udanta isn't it the somewhere i feel that sahal's um, success and his uh, touch and his brilliance as they call it have been his biggest enemies it hasn't helped the fact that he has been in a club and with fan base which is uh, for want of a better word very psychophantic uh, i mean full of people who kind of uh, fill a young player's head with you know useless stuff and 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 talents in india could do without these kind of you know um, <laughs> uh, influences uh, around them especially in the in the developmental phase um, if he were in a better club a more professional club i am not saying bfc but probably away from some of this uh, he would have done much better and that's my firm belief um, take me to court if you want but point is um, i if if that you know battle happens i feel suresh uh, will do the job that he is supposed to do 
uh, I was just a little concerned in the last game uh, when Suresh was kind of tracking Kamara to a certain extent and that didn't go very well. Um, Kamara had a good game. Um, so in a, in that sense, Suresh uh, you know, handling somebody who will be in an attacking midfield role would be much suited to his game. So yeah, let's, let's uh, give a chance to prove to the Kerala fans that uh, their boy isn't as great as our boy. <laughs> um, I love I, how carefully I, <laughs> I love how carefully Anup was choosing his words there. <laughs> I am I am no, I, I I'd actually I'd actually want to react to that. Uh, I am not a fan of Suresh uh, being uh, Suresh trying to do a job on Sahal because I don't think uh, Sahal is someone who will uh, provide who will run a game, right? Uh, I don't uh, think he's, yeah. he's that player. Yeah. Uh, he with Sahal, the the thing you should be wary about is that Gurpreet should be alert because Sahal will produce that moment of brilliance out of nowhere, and uh, that will probably result in a goal, right? So uh, there is actually no need to uh, do a job on Sahal. Instead, the idea should be that the only way they score is through that moment of brilliance from Sahal. Shut out all the other avenues. That should be. What that that's ideally what we should be looking to do, and and then with an alert Gurpreet with an alert dis- defense, I would think that uh, we can we can get the points uh, as long as uh, because Sahal I I don't think I have ever seen Sahal put in a performance where he ran a game for 90 minutes uh, like a Brandon could possibly. And also, actually, also then, it's it's kind of so, criminal on him because he's too young for that, I guess. I mean, he was called the uh, Indian Ozil by, I think, a very uh, lunatic commentator. I mean, nobody should take him seriously. So, <laughs> I think it's too criminal for him to be called that. Also, I am uh, waiting for the guy who called uh, Suresh Vangjaminator. Meet me outside. <laughs> but... Uh, <laughs> uh, so, but I think uh, Sahal, like Ulla said, can produce that one moment, one ma- moment of magic, and that we should be worried about. But I think uh, since they don't have Costa and uh, they don't have Sido, I probably think they're gonna play with two strikers. Uh, both are not uh, both are not in there time form but then it's Gary Hooper right he, you know what he did to all oppositions he played so uh, with uh, I was just reading uh, Carlos's uh, match report uh, the pre-match report where he said Beke and uh, uh, Beke and uh, somebody else uh, Brown and uh, saying a mus- muscular strain so uh, what is our defense going to be is it Fran is it going to be Pratik uh, things needs to be changed. those are things that we need to keep in mind i think okay, it's uh, it's even on for, uh, on the form i think it's going to be a very equal game uh, because they'll play out of their skin we'll play out of the our skin so it's going to be a very equal game i feel uh okay so you you just mentioned that costa is not there for them he's suspended and I think that injury to Brown makes the decision for Carlos now that Opset will start. So what do you want to see in terms of the people who are supplying Opset, Ullas? Uh, do we give Udanta a start as a reward for his performance in the last game? 
uh, if Udanta starts, then how do we reshuffle the others, other other parts of the team to make sure that the team is balanced? So what are your thoughts on how we get upset into scoring positions like we did in the last game? It's it's quite simple. Uh, I would play Udanta just so that Clayton can go back to playing in the hole, right? So uh, I think he is, Clayton to me has been uh, the the best or the most promising signing of the season for us. So, given that, let's not, uh, let's give him that little bit of stability, right? And give him a couple of games like that, he will bring the opposites into play. He will uh, link up with Chetri and Udanta very well. So, let him run that show. Uh, and, and instead of throwing him to the right in one game and then expecting him to play behind the striker or in one game play him as the striker, uh, it doesn't make sense. So, and Opset has been looking sharper and sharper with every game he's played in. I don't necessarily agree with uh, Carlos's strategy of doing this whole 45 minutes for Brown, 45 minutes for Opset. So, in a manner of speaking, Brown being injured uh, uh, opens up that opportunity and it's also slightly more sensible uh, to let Opset play. Uh, and and I hope that he makes the most of this opportunity uh, because all your sharpness uh, as a striker is no good if it doesn't translate into goals. So if you're only getting 45 minutes, uh, I think uh, it, it kind of erodes your confidence after a few games. For a couple of games, I understand you play only 45 minutes, get your match sharpness back, but uh, then now it's time to... Uh, play him for the entire duration of the game and uh, with Clayton behind him and Chetri cutting in uh, Udanta should now start uh, you know now that he scored a goal though with though I, I share some of Anup's pessimism around that uh, having seen these uh, false downs over the years uh, I, I really hope that Udanta can start uh, owning that position right that uh, yeah, shooting is one part, but also creating those chances for other forwards. Uh, so, yeah, I, I really hope uh, it's, it's Chetri, Clayton and Udanta uh, and Opset leading the line. Okay, that probably means that we will see maybe Pratik in defence or uh, have to reshuffle the midfield somewhat because... Uh, if Clayton's playing at the 10, then what do we do with all three of Dimas, Suresh and Eric? So, uh, thank God we're not Carlos Quadrat. Uh, happy, <laughs> happy about that. Uh, Raki, we're playing Kerala Blasters. Obvious question, our boy, uh, Ronaldo Bhai, Nishu Kumar. His first game against Bengaluru FC, he will probably be playing right up against Sunil Chetri. Um, so, what are your thoughts on having him in the opposition and I mean all of us know that we, we didn't want to lose him he was he was growing at such a rapid rate in the role that he played for us but uh, that that's a that's a that's that's a thing of the past now so what are your thoughts we're coming up against Nishu for the first time I mean he's going against Chetri that's like a you know father-son uh, thing that what what uh, Gurpreet and Suresh are kind of having right and I can't just wait to send Nishu a red bus link to book his ticket from Kochi to Bangalore and maybe pick him up at Madhuwala and drop him at the apartments in Kamnali. I just can't wait to do that. Uh, but 
it's football <laughs> he's he's made that decision now he's against us and uh, we are happy we'll sing for bfc so yeah that's what, where i am i mean 90 minutes no love lost nishu kumar we'll come at you <laughs> and after that we'll go back to wishing you birthdays and things like that and all that but 90 minutes uh, will make <laughs> will make uh, life hell <laughs> i love the guy's optimism he said he won't celebrate if he scores i mean he's gone to the level where he thinks he's scoring <laughs> yeah yeah but, yeah, but i mean co- confidence confidence has never been a weak suit for nishu correct correct and uh, if he gets a red card we win that's been the uh, you know tradition <laughs> at bfc uh, let's see let's see if that happens it's going to be a good welcome but nishu bhai is our boy love and all that 90 minutes mm. yeah 90 minutes uh, you're going to be a manyapada guy at kantirava everybody hates you <laughs> okay yeah, we're not going to get into manyapada and all of that right now because that that can take up a whole podcast episode of its own uh, yeah. i'm just happy that there are no fake accounts promising biryani there are no uh, <laughs> nothing of that sort happening this time but hopefully when the time comes on sunday night all of us can celebrate with a biryani bengaluru fc beating kerala blasters but before i let you all go final thoughts from you guys predictions just one line score line and if you want to score us so i'll start with ullas i would hope for uh, an eric parthalo and christian opsit goals uh 2-0 in favor of bfc okay. i'm going for a 2-1 win to bfc uh, both goals scored by chetri and from there for for them i think nawram nongdamba nawram will score okay interesting raki are you bullish yeah. are you going to say 5-0 <laughs> no, no no i'm not nisar goshi Chetri will score a triple hat-trick against Iran. Okay. <laughs> uh, but I think, uh, I think uh, it's going to be a win. PFC uh, uh, to keep the tradition alive. Uh, but I want to go for that one match where we go all out and score like a 3-0, 4-0. But considering the slow start that we have had, I'm going to be very cautious and go for a tunnel victory and uh, also that we have a great height advantage over them i think uh, it's going to be one on again probably eric okay so raki is saying that wanan is going to extend his lead at the top of the bfc goal scoring charts this season uh, i am hoping that wanan doesn't make any more mistakes because um, we build on that clean sheet uh, based on what carlos has shown us in the last two seasons uh, gentlemen thank you so much it's been a pleasure talking to you um, we will we will see you hopefully in a couple of weeks uh, again technical issues permitting uh, and until then keep listening to fresh off the block we will have the canada podcast uh, coming out regularly as well so do give that a listen as well uh, Sorry Adi before we let uh, everyone go I just want to take a moment and give a big shout out to uh, Baladevi who scored 
of first goal Ooh, at Rangers. And of course. It's a huge, huge of achievement course. for Indian women's football. And uh, I hope, and, and by the way, what, what is not being spoken about is she also set up a goal in uh, in a space of 25 minutes. So, uh, big, big performance uh, in what was a big win. Uh, hope to see more of it and hope uh, we we see, uh, it's been a dreadful season so far, given the pandemic and all. Hope we see a more consistent performance from her. Absolutely. Absolutely. Massive shout out to Bala Devi. Uh, massive shout out to all our listeners. Keep listening to Fresh Off the Block. Until next time, thanks for listening. Thank you. Goodbye.